poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad Wilson. And since it's Tuesday and a very tactical day, I'm joined by John Chai, who is coming in from Korea. So long distance. Look at the commitment to Tactical Tuesday that we have going on. Korea, I thought we were going to say an undisclosed location, a secret bunker somewhere. Undisclosed location, secret bu- bunker somewhere. We'll have that edited out so nobody, <laughs> nobody will Chris, be able to Chris find you. Chris, fix that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, you know, we, we have at least three rabid super fans located in Korea. Um, well, okay, two. You, both, both of your parents. So Now three. Now three. <laughs> no, there's three, there's three now? All right. Yeah. I'm here. Oh, you're you're a super fan of yourself. <laughs> got it. Got it. It, it it's all making sense now. Uh, um, so, I don't know the theme of the show. Coming in here, kind of flying blind. So, why don't you let me in on the theme? Well, it's not just any Tuesday. It's uh, it's Valentine's Tuesday. So we decided to do, a, or I guess I decided to do a Valentine's Day themed episode where um, we look into my love affair with turning pairs into bluffs. Um, longtime listeners of Tackle Tuesday will probably very much remember Brad hating every single time I decide to turn a pair into a bluff, but I regularly keep bringing hands to see if maybe one day I can change his mind. So today I'm going to show him seven times I couldn't resist my love for turning pairs into bluffs. And, uh, I guess he'll tell me whether these are seven toxic relationships or, (laughs) (laughs) or, or, uh, or I don't know, reasonable reasonable relationships to go after <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see um i have changed my stance on turning pairs into bluffs but i would say that you know it's uh it's kind of need like a you know user discretion uh these yeah, are yeah, yeah. professional stunts don't if you don't turn enough pairs into bluffs if you turn enough pairs into bluffs you find a nice one that you could imagine spending the rest of your life with mm, true mm. All it takes, you just got to keep trying. You just got to yeah, yeah, yeah. put yourself out there. Hundred terrible relationships that cause you to leave poker forever. And then, you know, you'll find your soulmate uh, <laughs> out of that hundred, I guess. So, All right, so let's see if you, let's see if you like any of these, because I, I have a feeling it could very well be you like none of them. All right. And John, I, I imagine you want me to go through these quick. So uh, I'll verbalize them for the podcast listener um, as well. So button opens. 25, you call with fours, king seven, three flop, two tone, face a third, you call, turns an ace of spades, so completes a flush, ace, king, seven, three, turn checks through, rivers a queen of hearts, and you bet looks to be 70% on the river here, on the queen of hearts. Um, no, I hate this one. Uh, this is, okay, okay, uh, okay. I, I hate this one. Toxic. I think what, one yeah. thing that I want to, one thing that I just want to, uh mentioned before we like go through all the hands is that if you do hate all you know some of them and like some of them one thing that i I would at least personally like to like 
try to understand is like is there like any are there any similarities between the between the ones that you like and the ones that you don't like and if you don't like any of them then yeah i, I just don't do i just think that like it's going to get checked back a fair amount here with your fours and you're going to win i find it unlikely that you're going to fold out better hands um even like villains queen jack queen 10 type hands at river third pair just can't imagine they're going to fold to this stab on the river so like yeah i just i just can't imagine that you fold out like enough better hands like maybe a seven but like that's such a thin range to target that like yeah what about hands like what about all the pocket pairs between seven and king you mean queen or yeah well i don't i think queens yeah yeah, you're right you're right no queens is now a set yeah um i don't know i'm not sure if that's a large enough target on you know at first sight like i I just don't like betting with this hand i think you have you know gut shots and like backdoor clubs and like you have asex in your range i just think this hand is like squarely kind of at the lower end of middle and you just don't need to bluff with it i just yeah man i have a i have a sinking feeling that that might be your analysis for every single (laughs) well We'll see, you know, so this one, villain had an ace and toxic uh, signs you're in a toxic relationship. Your bluff caught there. Not great. Yeah, you got the fours again. So maybe this will be all the fours. Um, So looks like hijack opens men. You defend the big with fours. We have a six, seven, eight, two tone flop. You check, villain checks back. I think that's just totally reasonable. Six, seven, eight, nine on the turn. So four liner, you check, and villain checks behind. And the river is a tray of spades. So six, seven, eight, nine, three, you've got fours. Um, this one may be okay. Yeah. What, what size? I mean, it feels like you got to go big if you're going to go, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I went big enough, which is why I, I wanted to it's ask. It's at but... least pot, but probably like 1.5, 2x pot, like something something quite big where you're targeting like... Say like I'm betting my only value here is straights kind sure. of thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think 70% is going to get it done. Not going to get it done. Which you is why called... it didn't work. <laughs> you got called by fourth pair, so literally the worst hand they can have that beat you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on limb and say this one's probably not great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I needed I don't think I needed help with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I could get out of that relationship by yeah. myself. <laughs> that, that hand pips you and it didn't fold. So um all right, so calling another min with deuces. Um flop is four seven eight. Uh two tone turns an ace of clubs. Goes check, check. River's a king. I think, again, there's no reason to bet here with deuces. Um, I just think, like, you're not folding a king. You're not folding an eight. You're not folding an ace. Probably not folding a seven. Um, You just got called, you know, betting in this exact scenario on a four-liner with fourth pair. Um, I just think your hand has showdown value, and there's no real need to to bet. Over three? Well, not really. I'll I'll give myself half a point for for the other one. They they at least folded here, so oh, you got you got jacks to fold, so you you got one. Well done. What a knit they are, though. Sheesh. What are they folding jacks for? <laughs> he just right. wants to give me hope. So 
<laughs> just like keeping keeping you around in this yeah, yeah, yeah. this love affair um so trays king queen nine with two hearts flop checks through turns a seven turn checks through rivers a jack so we have another four liner um well you at least bet pot here uh i, I learned from my previous relationship yeah i don't really love this one either um, even though, like, I think you're not going to win here, but I just don't know that you're going to realize enough fold equity, especially like on the, like the Jack just connects with a lot of hands that they're like checking down. It makes two pair and straights right, and right. just, yeah, I, I just think this is kind of a hopeless bet. <clears throat> yeah. Jack's definitely improves a lot of his check back range to two pair sets and straights. Oop, you did get the fold though. Which is why I felt so desperate about having to try to win this. Ooh, game. you got fourth. Fourth pair to fold. The ace nine. One of the pairs that didn't improve the two pair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh so fours again. I'm I'm seeing the theme here. They're all pocket pairs, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's I want to, you know. If if we did every single time I, I bet the river trying to win, <laughs> we'd be here all day. So Yeah. So fours. It's a pocket pairs. Yeah. Ace Jack eight. Flop checks through, turns a seven, uh, turn checks through, rivers a deuce, and you once again go ahead and bet 70%. Um, yeah, I mean, I, same, same old, same, story. same story yeah. here. Like, I, I just think that you should bet bigger, yeah. almost certainly, if you're going to bet. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just pot it. Yeah, I just pot it. Villain did fold though, so, and they folded king high, so I'm not going to give you a win for that one. Um, deuces, you defend the big king, queen eight. You check call a third, turns a ten, reverse a six. I can get on board with this one a lot more than the other ones, and just go like one point five x ish. Okay, what what's uh what is it about this board? Um, or just so, like mate, yeah, does king, the fact that he see about the flop, you know? Yeah, that... well, king queen eight, like it's. Like when you call the third, I think that like the 10 on the turn just squarely connects with your calling range on the flop. I think that like you just have a lot more repability here. Like you, you can just, it's harder for villain to find like natural bluffs. I think yeah. that that plays a, a large role where it's like, you know, if villain has a 10, if villain even has, has like a queen and you 1.5 exit, I feel like they're going to struggle to find enough bluffs here. So you can just target and fold out a much larger um range with the deuces so sort of like a function of the action and the board type where like i check call the bet on the flop the turn was a 10 you know making the board king queen 8 10 and now suddenly it's you know it's hard for me to have nothing yeah it's it's hard for you to have nothing like jack nine's a straight nine tens a pair jack tens a pair ace jack's a straight like you just really need to have like undercard backdoor clubs or maybe like ace deuce of clubs some sort of like backdoor nut flush draw so basically like you just have like sort of a robust value range and limited uh limited natural bluffs and i just think that's gonna give you a lot more um credit yeah okay yeah you did bet pot and villain folded top pair here actually so hey hey I'm on yeah, board. That's, I think that's that's like you a really it. good just sorry just going back to like him folding top pair like that really I think shows what you were saying about like once I check call the flop and the turn is a 10 yeah like yeah. this guy's like oh I just I have top pair we kicker and like I don't even feel that good about 
you know, facing pot on the river. And yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's just really just illustrates like what you were saying about how this, how the, you know, the action and the run out just really makes it hard for yeah, me to have. Like I would hate it if the turn was like a queen and then the river is like a three. Like I, I would, I would hate betting, but like the 10 is just kind of like a great card for you. Yep. Um, all right, so everybody fold blind versus blind. You got the deuce tray of clubs, flops kings seven four, two diamonds. They bet a third. You call. <laughs> all right, all right. The turns is six of diamonds. They check. You bet seventy percent. They call, and the river is a four liner. They check, and you bet pot. Oh boy. I don't know about this one. I don't know about the whole hand, honestly. Yeah, you might you might have like folded pre, maybe fold the flop, maybe yeah. not bet the turn. Yeah, there's like so <laughs> many different things that that I would have done. Um, I mean, it's really hard to rep anything. I think for you, like, I guess so. Basically, like you have to have a suited hand like that diamonds didn't, that didn't raise the flop or something. Diamonds that didn't raise the flop. Uh, a suited hand that didn't three bet pre flop and like the four six seven are all small cards so like you're gonna have you know somewhat limited amount of like I guess you'll have some like king x of diamonds um, queen x of diamonds but yeah like when you bet the turn and then the river you're saying that you have essentially like a flush or like eight five so you're wrapping like super thin blind versus blind um, I don't know. Like, just it, pushing it too much. It seems like suicide to me, blind versus yeah. blind. But maybe you can get a fold from like a king. That I, I would be quite shocked actually if you folded out a king. I don't remember what happened in the sand. They did fold king one time. Tens. Oh, nice. No king. Yeah. Even tens. I mean, it's effectively the same thing as a king, right? We'll just we'll just imagine. <laughs> Sorry, could you just go back to pre did he three exit pre in this hand, or was it a min? A three x. That was a three x. Oh man. Okay. Never mind. I was gonna try to give myself an out for saying like, well, I could have like tons of two pairs because he minned it. I could have six four. Yeah, or something. for sure, for sure. But he did not. So yeah, the same no was excuses. played in July of 2022. So you know, I, I think this villain's wisened up about being stickier, blind versus blind. <laughs> since then, I have to imagine. Um, oh, this one's not gonna. I don't think this one's gonna be. We're going to have to end it here. All right. So you got, we're going to have to end it here. Yeah. Yeah. This one is not a, Oh, it's not, doesn't, doesn't fit the theme. I, I went too far. Yeah. All right. So is that it? Is that the first half of, of tactical Tuesday? Yep. That is the first half of tactical Tuesday. All right. <laughs> what, what, what was I? Oh, like, well, I think I was like one for seven or something on like hands where you were like, yeah, yeah, I could see you. And uh, maybe like half a point for the one where you were like, oh, I would have 1.5x it or like potted it, but I picked 70. Yeah, so. I think, I mean, it's really tricky. Like in all the spots that like check down to the river and then you bet. I think that yeah. like the, those those spots, like a lot of it just hinges on how the stickiness of said villain in that scenario, right? As to what, oh. what you can target. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the one that like I felt quite good about was the the deuces one on king Queen yeah King. yeah no i think I, I i would like to think that this like whole episode was worth it in terms of me just learning about you know good situations to to bluff like because of that that hand specifically and like i think that that'll definitely be something that i like at least you know i'm keeping in the back of my mind every time i 
think about whether to bluff the river with deuces or threes or fours or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought that was actually pretty meaningful for me. Good. Well, stick around for the back half of Tactical Tuesday. I don't know what's going to happen. So John will love keep affair, in... but different type of different type of love affair. <laughs> Hate affair. Stick around. <laughs> no, it's still love. <laughs> Just not pocket pairs. The decision to enter a hand is fundamental to poker strategy. Too tight, and they know what you have. Too loose, and you're easy to run over. Free Flop Bootcamp from Chasing Poker Greatness is a comprehensive guide to locking down your preflop game and creating true range advantage. Eight days of guided training, over 60 optimal ranges, and access to a dedicated community of players that will push your preflop game from a place of weakness to your greatest strength. Go to chasingpokergreatness.com slash bootcamp. Available now. Yeah, before boot camp, I had been playing for maybe 15 years, somewhat seriously, always trying to get better, jumping from learning program to different learning programs and training site to training site. Kind of feeling a little bit lost, not really knowing how to go about getting better. And preflop boot camp just felt like a great starting point, a way for me to to move from being a losing player to, to possibly a winning player. It felt like the right first step. Once you jumped in boot camp, what was your experience like? Well, first off, I realized that I'd been making a lot of mistakes prior to boot camp, kind of learning what rangers should look like and what hands should be played and what situations. You know, it was it was exciting because I I could see what other people had been doing to me, what kind of what I had been missing in my game. And then from there, just the whole camaraderie of everybody that's um, signed up, working together, trying to achieve that goal. You know, that, that was fun. That's uh, pushing each other and really helping uh, one another, kind of feeling like you're a part of a team. It was, uh, it was a great experience. I, I enjoyed the process and I learned a lot. What was your experience like playing cards post boot camp? It's a totally different experience. You know, it put me in a position to be successful as opposed to always being behind the eight ball and, and playing catch up. Um, I really feel like it's it's the foundation of, of a solid poker game. And uh, since boot camp, I've been able to, to turn a profit and keep building on what I learned there. You know, being able to go back into the group and uh, re really work together even after boot camp was over, it's it's been awesome. What's your sample size of winning post boot camp? I think I have 70,000 hands played by now. You know, I'm a father and I have a job, so I'm not a, a professional player by any means. That's my sample size. Preflop Bootcamp is the flagship Chasing Poker Greatness training program. If you'd like to dramatically upgrade your preflop game, a new bootcamp launches on the last Saturday of every single month. The price is $199 and your link to join is ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash bootcamp. One more time, that's ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash bootcamp, all one word, or you can click through in the description box of this episode. All right, Valentine's Day episode part two, where we're apparently coming at you with five X more hands than normal. So it's a 
quite a stream you got going because we love the listeners <laughs> we love the listeners <laughs> so you said that the love affair was gonna gonna continue here is this just a little bit different theme yeah. or on theme but different type of hands now yeah, you don't have pocket pairs different phase of my life yeah when i was <laughs> into different type of different different types of people uh <laughs> this this is gonna be i think this is a much more acceptable love affair than than the then the uh, turning pairs into plus one. I think you'll be more on board with this one. This is the the flush straw love affair, and mostly just asking the question of like, am I putting in way too much money on early streets <laughs> when I have <laughs> four of the same suit? Well, I guess we'll see. So hand number one, you open the button to three big blinds. The small blind three bets you to twelve big blinds. So thirty to one twenty. You call. There's two two fifty in the pot. Flop is 10 deuce deuce with two spades. Uh, villain starts out with a third. Um, yeah. Anything? No, I, I, I did raise, but I kind of hate it. Kind of hate it? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, to be fair, I'm not sure villain should be using a third here. I, they should probably be betting uh, like half-ish. Um, but yeah, not... Not a ton of like. I'm guessing that's one of the reasons. Repability here in yeah, in yeah, the yeah. raise. But. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like I, I think that's what I was like pounced, like trying to pounce on too. Was like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I I I'm guessing that this guy's c betting a little bit too frequently when he you know uses sure. a third on this side on this board. So like, let me just you know get after it right now. And like, if he jams, big deal. I have a flush draw. Yeah. So for the podcast listener again, flops ten deuce deuce two diamonds. John has jack nine of diamonds. Uh, I think a hand that would be kind of cool to raise with here kind of like as a side tangent would be like the jack nine of spades um mm -hmm. some sort of like backdoor spades and then you can continue barreling on like flush completers i think that'd be pretty nice but yeah. Yeah, anyway yeah. um so you raise and villain jams <laughs> uh, i i don't know is it does the hand continue does it go on you you oh you, you're getting two to one so yeah what well, does the hand continue yeah, i told you i have yeah. a problem with with flush draws, you think you think you think nice. I'm like bringing your hands where I pulled the flop if I thought yeah, I had a problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, getting, you're getting two to one. You're getting two to one. I, I don't know if uh... you know why I'm getting two to one because when he bet, I raised to a size where I told myself I'm going to raise so big that if he jams, I mm. I just you know I have to call it off. Yep, you're you're making um, your Korean fans proud of your math skills right now. You, <laughs> you made it the exact perfect price to where you have to call all in if they jam. That, well that, done. That is not the description <laughs> of a toxic relationship. I don't know. What <laughs> uh, and you lost. So made a pair one, on the turn, though. That, you did make a, make a pair <laughs> on the turn. So a little bit of a black eye there. Um, yeah, I don't. I uh, whatever. We'll move on. That hand isn't you you turned a pair, but oh, oh I see, I see. See, I'm just catching up to just catching up to you. This, this is flush draws, not sure, not turning yeah. pairs into bluffs. This is your yeah. this is your other your other love, huh? <laughs> I would say that this love, by the way, is the one that is more more powerful in John. This one Oh yeah, for it, sure. It, it's strong. It's strong. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have hope that one day that I'll be able to like kick the turning pairs into bluffs. Love, I have no hope of. This is primal, this primal lust. Yeah. Like this is just it's this just is in something... my DNA. What, what can I do? Just <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't seem to be hurting you thus far in your career. So, 
Um, all right, so hand the victim of my circumstance. <laughs> second hand <laughs> here. Uh, villain opens two point five from Honor the Gun. You defend the big with seven eight of clubs. Flops Jack six four. With I mean, six, come on, six four of clubs. Just... Yeah, I mean, what what can you do? Like, ah, okay, okay. Villain bets a third. I mean, they're just asking for it, right? They're they're just asking for it. Um, so you check raise. Villain yeah. bets fifteen into fifty five. You check raise. Believe it or not, there is a question falls. in this hand. Sure, sure. Uh, you turn. So the turn is a ten. So flop is jack six four with the six four of clubs. Turns a ten. So now you've got a double gut shot um, to go along with your flush draw. I assume that this makes the lust harder. Um, so <laughs> before I didn't even think that was possible on the flop, and then the turn just <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it is possible. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um. So turn size. Mm. I mean, you're just gonna bet to set up a jam. Like that's, I think, the only reasonable path forward. Yeah, I do do that. Oh, you go the two sixty, so you go the overbet route. Again, you're making it to where it, when villain jams, you can call all in. I see. I see what you did. You know, you give, giving yourself the <laughs> two to one. Um, and villain jams. So congratulations again. These the the wizard here setting it up. See, like this is this is what precision with sizing is all about. Um, and yes, now you're you're getting two to one. And guess what? You need two to one. Congratulations. You're actually in 2.15 to one. So, and you chose the overbet size. If you would have chosen 70%, you would not have had the right price. But oh, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm well versed in this, uh, in this, this, I don't know what to call it, this addiction, this love to love yeah. a flush draw. I know exactly what I have to do to make sure that I, I get this. And this river. time, the river's a train of clubs and you snap off two kings. So, one goes to the addict. All right. So you open a sin of clubs from yep, under the gun. The this is the final hand of today's Valentine's themed episode. You get three bets from the small blind and you call. So a sin of clubs flops queen eight deuce with the queen eight of clubs. So once again, you have your flush draw and villain bets. They bet big, actually, 70%. Um, I mean, all raise. Whatever, man. I I have a feeling you're just gonna stick it in, so it doesn't really matter what I say. <laughs> no, no, what I, I'm here for coaching. What 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 should I be doing? I mean, do whatever you want. Like, I, I think just stick it in, and you can't make a mistake after you after you rip, right? Like, honestly, like the strategic side of this is like. I don't know that you have any hands that any other hands besides like nut flush draws and combo draws that stick it in here. But I mean, does it, how much does it matter? I, I don't really know how much that matters. Like, I guess you could fold out ace king high. So you, you got that going for you. Um, you don't make any kind of folding mistake. You overrealize all your equity. So yeah, make yeah. sure you cooler all the other flush draws. Cooler all the other flush draws. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you clicked it. <laughs> this, is, this is just what I do sometimes when I know it's going good. <laughs> yeah, you just, just mess around a little bit. Give, yeah. them, give them the click. Um, I mean, maybe the click could be like slow played aces or something like that. Like maybe maybe it's yeah. a little... Nah, they just rip. 
they don't, they don't, they don't give a shit about your click. Um, and surprisingly, you're never folding here. In... Doesn't matter if I'm getting less than two to one in this spot. Yeah, so turns of 10, rivers, a deuce of clubs, and you make your nut did flush once again, and you did, in fact, cooler the king jack of clubs. So Got a oof. little nervous on the turn, but... <laughs> I mean, you... What do you mean you got nervous? Like you, you got like the absolute <laughs> best scenario you could ever imagine in a million years. Oh, he turned. He turned. He, you know, he, that that wasn't the turn that I wanted. I'll just yeah, you turned that. an open ender, big whoop. Like you thought you were just drawing. You know, you just needed a flush, but you, you actually quite a big favorite. There you go. Well, two out of three. The flush draws worked out for you. It seems like you're you're yeah like I suspected you are very much more on board with the Blustral love affair than the turning pairs into Bluffles love affair. I am. I am. I like pushing equity and I like having flush draws just like you. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you need these types of hands in your range to play aggressively with. And, you know, I, I think the Jack nine is probably like the, the one that I like the least. Yeah. Me too. But... I, I actually hate that. Like, what am I saying? I have, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like at least, at least dominate some lower flush draws, right? right? right like, right. if you have the nut flush draw, okay. Like in this spot where you have the nut flush draw and villain has like second nut flush draw, that's like an amazing scenario that you just never get with the jack nine of diamonds. You know, you you you're the one with the lower flush draw, um, and villain's super pumped about the situation. <laughs> so. Good show, though. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah, I'll try to. I am. Uh, you know what? One day I'm just gonna bring in like four hands where I turn pairs into bluffs, and we're gonna do a whole tactical Tuesday episode where you actually like every single one. That that's gonna be my my goal for 2023. Yeah. Um. Best of luck. You you may need to bring in somebody that <laughs> that looks like me, dresses like me. Um. We'll we'll see we'll see if it's a thing that can What's be up? done. <laughs> need to need to dress one of the wolves up like me for an episode see if, <laughs> see if anybody notices um well good talking with you man good show that's all i got see you next week see you next week thanks for listening to chasing poker greatness you can subscribe on apple podcasts or on your favorite podcast app Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter, join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.